welcome to the Hopeful Living Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Merck, and I'm so glad you found your way here. This podcast is a daughter, a sister, a wife, and a mother's journey through loving someone with the disease of addiction. I will share my experiences, strength, and hope as I navigated my own recovery from being addicted to the addict. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast this week. I hope you've gotten to go outside and enjoy this beautiful day here in North Carolina. Um, The humidity's been so low, we got to enjoy the pool this afternoon. So I hope you've had some time to be with your family and able to go outside and just really enjoy this beautiful summer day. Um, This week on the podcast, I told you that we were going to be talking about mindfulness. And before we get started, I just want you to know it's not some cuckoo, wacko thing that you have to sit on the floor and do all kinds of crazy moves and, um, you know, be one with nature. I really want to talk today about the simpleness of this um, technique and just some real simple ways that you can get started with mindfulness. And so, um, We've been talking for the last couple of weeks about my son's inpatient care, and I took you through the journey of those six weeks, and after he came home, I realized that I was still in that mode of trying to control and really breaking the cycle of of enabling, and part of my recovery journey was to continue with my counselor and, and go into my small group, and so one time, one afternoon, I was with my counselor, and she suggested that we try some mindfulness techniques. And I was really reluctant at the beginning. I just did not want to do it. I thought, I I don't have time for that. I don't really need it. It's not really my problem. Um, But I decided that I was going to give it a try. And so she just suggested, my mind's all over the place. I can't get focused. I can't stay on task at work. You know, I'm just, I'm just constantly trying to control and worried about things. So she, she suggested 10 minutes, just do a breathe in, breathe out exercise. Try it for a week, come back, let's talk about it. So I tried it for a week. I could last about a minute. I went back. I was like, this is not going to work for me. I like, I just can't even stay in it for a minute. And she suggested that I go on YouTube and just listen to some guided meditations. Try to find one that that really spoke to me and I liked and enjoyed the voice and it was, it was soothing and calming and relaxing. So I did, I decided, okay, I'm going to give it another try. I went home. I listened to a whole lot of them on YouTube and I finally found a couple that I was like, you know, I can listen to this. That definitely helped me because I was able to listen to the, um, guided meditation, do what they said, and kind of, they reminded me to be gentle with myself when I would start to think about other things or start to think about worrying or, or what I was going to be doing next. And they helped me to really stay grounded and focused and kind of bring myself back. So that needless to say, that week was more successful. So I found one to do in the morning and one to do in the evening. So it's 20 minutes a day, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening. Um, at first, it was just kind of going through the motions, didn't really think that it was helping. And then after a couple of weeks, I realized that, gosh, I, I do feel better after I do that. I'm much more grounded, much more focused, just in that small amount of time for myself. So then we started talking about what actually is mindfulness. So Basically, it's the practice of purposely focusing your attention 
on the present moment and accepting it without judgment. Boy, that was hard for me. Like, it, it, mine always came to, God, my life sucks right now. This sucks. I hate it. I hate being like this. I hate my family is like this. And so it's not about judgment. It's just the reality of the situation is this, and this is where I am. And accepting that and being willing to say, this is where I am right now, and these are the things that I'm going to do to go forward. So, um, when my mind was just racing with all kinds of what now, what next, how do I control this? How do I stop this? How do I help this? How do I make sure that Zach doesn't have a relapse? How do I make sure my husband's not drinking? How do I, how do I control all of these situations? I knew that was a trigger for me. And immediately in those moments, it was time for me to stop and focus. Like my, my counselor had been helping me to pick out those trigger moments, those moments of when do you need to practice mindfulness? Because I could do it in the morning, I could do it in the evening, but what happens in the middle of the day when I'm feeling that way? And so I started picking out those trigger points when those obsessive thoughts would start to come into my mind. So it stopped and I had to be very mindful about that. And it interrupted the crazy making. Like that moment of clarity of, oh, this is crazy making was just, it interrupted my brain for just that moment and gave me a moment to think and to be more proactive instead of reactive to the situation. So I would regroup. I would name what I was feeling. I'm feeling like I need to control this situation right now and I cannot. So what do I need to do? And I would immediately go into a breathing technique for a minute or two minutes, or whatever I could muster up right then at that moment, and I would break the cycle and try to go on about my day. Journal, write something. Sometimes just stating the emotion that I was feeling right then. I'm mad, um, you know, whatever it was. Um, it helped me not to avoid those difficult situations because they were still popping up. Difficult situations were still popping up and I could not avoid them, which is actually what you do when you're trying to control a situation is trying to avoid the difficult situation and accepting what is actually happening in the moment. I was a master at that. So um, I had to accept that the difficult situation was happening, but I could instead stay focused on what I could do. What can I do to be proactive in this situation? So some of the techniques that I might use when I was doing my breathing for a minute or so is just say, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Of course, a little slower than that. Um, I am enough. If I was feeling like I wasn't enough, if I needed to do more, that I would just say that for a minute. I am enough as I breathed. Um, I may say I deserve a good life and to be happy. If the record playing in my head was, you don't deserve this. This is the life you've been dealt and this is what you have to deal with. And, you know, that record played in my head. And instead of letting that record continue to play, I would just break it with, I do deserve a happy life. I deserve to be happy. I deserve a good life. And I would just replace that thought with that until it stopped playing and then I would move on. Um, I'd listen to nature, maybe just go out and I tell people all the time, if you see me in my front yard with my shoes off and I'm in the grass walking around, just mind your business. I'm having a little mental meeting with myself. Um, sometimes I would just cry. My counselor would just encourage me, just cry, just, just let it out and just cry. Cause that's what you need to do at that moment. No judgment about what needs to happen in your moment. Um, might not be a great idea to cry at work, but sometimes I would go in the bathroom and stay a few extra minutes and, uh, come out with a little 
powder on my face and move on about my day. So um, just gently reminding yourself um, to stay focused. And if you lose focus, it's okay. There's no right or wrong. Just try. So I really encourage you, just, just go to YouTube or go to my Hopeful Living page and you'll see, Facebook page, and you'll see one of the guided meditations that I use that can kind of get you started. The next thing that I wanted to talk to you about was the MT tapping. And again, you'll find this chart on my Hopeful Living Facebook page so you can reference it. But I want to encourage you that when you try this, this is a little deeper into the mindfulness, is to not get so caught up in how many taps and where do I tap, but the places on your body that you'll see on the chart that you do tap um, are important trigger points to help your mind and body relax. So it is important that you do all of the trigger points. It's just not as important in which order you do them or how, you know, if you miss one, be easy on yourself. So when you look at the chart, that'll help you with what I'm getting ready to talk to you about. Um, I learned this technique, the EMT tapping from my counselor. And basically it just goes like this. You name your emotion, um, And on each of the trigger points, seven taps, sometimes I would do 10, don't count them, you know, just however many taps you need to say what you need to say and replacing those thoughts with something else. So mine might look like this. I would start with my wrist and I start on my left. I tap with my right hand and start on my left wrist. And I would just say, gosh, right now I'm feeling so out of control. I just don't know what to do. And then I move to the underside of my hand. I again, tap my left side. I'm, I'm just this crazy making and I just need to keep myself under control and my thoughts under control. And then I'd move to under my arm and I use my left hand and tap under my right arm. What I really want to do right now is to just focus on myself and think about the things that I can control and what I can and can't do right now. Then I move to the top of my head. I am enough And I am going to think about the things that I can control. And then you would just keep that mantra going. And you would start after your top of your head. You would go to your eyebrow. Then to the side of your eye. And then under your eye. Then under your nose. Then under your chin. On your chin. And then right on your collarbone. And you would just repeat that process. That tapping process. I usually did it three or four times. Sometimes if I was in a bad way, I would tap for five minutes, you know, but the tapping is rhythmic and it just kind of gets you into that moment of what are you feeling and what do you want to replace those feelings with? That is a very brief introduction to EMT tapping. But I encourage you, just, you got to start somewhere. So I encourage you, go look at the chart, maybe print it out, save it in your pictures and just try. Um, There's no, there's no um, shame in just giving it a shot. Try a guided meditation. Try just breathing one minute in and out and stating whatever you're feeling at that moment and what you want to replace it with. So just encourage you to really explore mindfulness. And I am going to talk more about this um, in future podcasts because I I do believe it has been one of the most life-changing things for me is to take those few minutes during the day just to focus on myself and help me break the cycles that I was trying to recover from. So I hope that you'll share this with someone or maybe just for yourself for right now and you'll just find a few minutes during the day to really think about and focus on yourself. Thank you 
you for listening to the Hopeful Living Podcast. If someone you know might benefit from hearing this podcast, please share. And until next time, I wish you all the best.